0: Let's get really practical. For me, designing your day is more about putting actual tasks in actual time slots than just having a list of here are the things I'm going to do today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the simple and yet very strategic choices. That all of us can make in order to become the very best versions of ourselves. My name is Dr. Michael Brown. I'm the host of three words and I'm here today with a familiar podcast guest, none other than Casey Greenowalt. Casey, what are our three words for today?
1: What's up, man? I'm glad to be here today. Our three words are very simple, but super effective. And I'm excited to talk about them. Design your day. Design so your day.
0: several months ago, we did a podcast together. Yeah. Schedule your priorities. Yeah. Yep. Today, in many ways, is a follow-up and even a narrowing of that conversation, design your day. In fact, just this past Sunday, I got really serious about this idea. <laughs> Not just designing my day, but designing my week. Mm-hmm. But then I continually design every day in light of the week. Mm-hmm. So I love this notion that the more I'm intentional about my schedule, mm-hmm the more fun and spontaneity is actually possible. And I think so often we think that if we live too structured of lives, then our lives are going to be boring Mm -hmm. and they're going to be mundane Mm -hmm. and they're going to be a drag, Mm -hmm. but friend, that's why I like this idea. And in fact, part of it is packaging. When you say schedule your priorities People go, well, I know, I know. Of course, that's a good choice to make. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when you say design your day, there's creativity. I was going to say that sounds a little more fun, doesn't it? And it is fun because there's creativity, <laughs> there's vision. It's like, how do I design the perfect day mm-hmm. that brings about the greatest effectiveness in my life? Yeah. And the greatest energy is yeah. energy plus effective.
1: Totally. I, I think when I think about this, I, I first think back to like, when did I first start to have responsibilities so that designing my day actually started to become something I needed to do? Um, I reflect back to high school and how your responsibilities are almost handed to you and your schedule and your day is almost handed to you That's in true, a lot of ways. Yeah. And so you have things that are naturally pulling you into class practices, clubs, whatever it may be. And so for me, that was always my experience. So I never had to be intentional with designing my day because it was already designed for me. And then I got to college one of the pieces of advice you always give to people going into college that I wish I would have had myself was uh, treat college like a job, mm-hmm. work at nine to five, which is great advice for anybody entering into college. And I did not take that advice. Um, I was not designing my day when I was in college. I was waking up whenever I was eating, whatever, whenever, going to class eh, around when it started leaving, <laughs> like when does my next class start again? Just kind yes. of, you know, walking through the union. And um, I, I quickly, I felt the consequences of that, but I also quickly started to just feel bad. Like mm-hmm. you don't feel good when you don't know what's coming up next. It's not a good feeling to leave something and go, what am I doing now? Um, and so I think you you said the word earlier intentionality is just so important um it, quickly for me as I started my professional career, I started to be more intentional. I yeah. started to we talked about this last podcast what are what are the first five things I'm doing in the morning? what are the last five things I'm doing before I end my day and just being intentional with those consistent things, but then also kind of like you said the the freedom and the fun that comes with the word designing your day, yes. starting your week and going, okay, what's my week? what do I have to do? let's start there what's well, let's, let's take a step back. What's most important to me uh-huh What's most important to me this week, my job, my family, my friends, whatever it may be, schedule those things in. And then you're going to find you still have time. I think a lot of people often say, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for this. I don't think people actually know whether they have time for something because I don't think they actually write it out. I think they just assume they have things in the calendar that are taking up their time. Therefore, I'm and too sure. busy for this.
0: Oh, <laughs> now, now now you're saying it. Yeah. I mean this this notion of I am a slave to my schedule. Yeah, seriously. And we hear that all the time, and I actually, as you know, Casey, you know, one of the things that we do at DMB Coaching, we work with a lot of collegiate athletes, yeah. some professional athletes as well. And I actually just had this conversation with an entire football team <laughs> last week, where I was saying to them. Gentlemen, every one of us on the planet has 168 hours a week. It's a lot of hours. And, and all of you have said to me how <laughs> tired you are, how overwhelmed you are, how you have no time. I said, let's play this out 168 hours a week. Let's say you spend 30 hours a week hmm. with football, you spend 15 hours a week in class, and then another 15 hours of homework. We're now at 60 hours. Mm-hmm. You keep saying you're tired. So let's give you eight hours a week of sleep, eight hours a night, yeah, yeah. eight hours, a night of sleep, 56 hours. We're now what? 116 some hours. You still have 50 hours yeah. to use any way yeah. you want. And they look at me. They're like, that's impossible. It's not. I just did the math. For <laughs> this is because this is what, this is what we typically hear. I have my football, I have mm. my classes, I have my homework, mm-hmm. I have to sleep. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but when you add those up, you still have 50 hours a week. So what would it look like to actually design a week, Totally design a day mm-hmm. where those 50 hours get to be exactly what you want them yeah. to be, What you that bring energy, that bring fun, that bring purpose? Yeah. Um, it, then we don't always have to feel tired because you said it, we squander time but we don't believe that we do. We think it's stolen from us. Yeah, absolutely. And I I really think
1: too, um, this is not something that you're just gonna like, conquer tomorrow and then it's going to be a habit you're always doing um like just start with today or start with the next hour like what are you going to do over the next hour as you're listening to this maybe you're in the morning maybe you're driving maybe you're drinking a cup of coffee whatever it may be have you planned out your day yet not just your nine to five work but like what what are you doing with the extra time that you have the time Mm -hmm. that's off of work is just going to go home and sit in front of the tv or are you going to connect with your wife your spouse whatever it may be and actually write those things down because that's what the design part is about yes um if you if you just Think about it; it's not actually going to happen, and I'm the king of that. I will admit, like I, I love to design a day. The hardest part for me is having the tenacity to make the tough choices that says this is the next thing I'm going to do. It's in my calendar. A key for me is always having something to look forward to. I have a friend of mine I work with him. His name's Brian, and he always shout out to you, Brian. Um, he always okay. says, uh, "Always have something to look forward to," and I, I love to live by that because it, it is important to have fun things to look forward to. Not everything. Casey, fun
0: all the time. we're sevens on the Enneagram. Uh, right, That's what we ex- want. <laughs> exactly. I
1: want fun. I need. <laughs> Yeah. Something. So like last week for me, I had a ski trip that I was looking forward to. Does that mean I don't design the rest? No, I still am, am planning my week, knowing what I have to do, getting the things done yeah. I have to do, connecting with the people I need to connect with. But I know that Friday I've got something fun to look forward to and I'm excited for
0: it. Let's get really practical. Yeah. For me, designing your day is more about putting actual tasks in actual time slots yes than just having a list totally. of here are the things I'm going to do Absolutely. today so I spent Sunday it took me almost 90 minutes because I've never done anything I mean I talk about this I teach this sure uh, I promote this and I live this to a degree but yeah. I was going to get super serious I'm actually going to put in my calendar in real blocks of time 1 to one thirty two two to two thirty three to three thirty uh 345 to four what are some what, of the th-
1: names of those blocks like what well yeah
0: this? so uh Phone call, okay, to this person. That's um, yeah. that's a very specific thing. Yeah, email, right, to this person. I need to design something, so I need an hour block. So design this curriculum, yeah, or uh, think about this. Challenge so because you literally I, write all those
1: things. Oh, down. they're right in my calendar. In yeah. fact,
0: people who have access to my calendar, they can actually see it. And then I've just put in new blocks because I was talking to someone recently from an organization that I consult with and they were saying, this all sounds great. I'm going to design my day. I'm going to design my week, <laughs> but every day something's going to come up. I said, ooh, let's do this then. C- give yourself an hour every day. Just put it, Love say it. three to four o'clock. I'm going. To put unexpected. That's great. So what happens then at one o'clock when something unexpected happens, you then name it, go into your Microsoft Outlook or however you do your calendaring. I'm going to name that unexpected now, crisis with whatever, and I'm going to move it to one o'clock. Whatever was at one o'clock, I'm going to move down to three. It's like moving a puzzle. Yeah, it It, is. It's fun. And and for me, it becomes really (laughs) challenging because say it's Monday and I've plotted out my day. Now, what I would never suggest in designing your day is that you go, Minute to minute, you don't leave any room. You You got margin.
1: That is important. Margins important. important. I got to get from
0: here to here. (laughs) Yes, you know this may take a little longer. Totally. But say for instance, I get to four o'clock or five o'clock, and I and I realize I didn't get to this. I'll then move it so it doesn't disappear. It doesn't not get done. It just gets moved to maybe two days from now or tomorrow. And what happens is it just feels like I'm accomplishing so much. Now it doesn't leave time for scrolling. Sure. Social media doesn't leave time for stalling. You can schedule that if you need to, though. You can why not? Okay, so put thirty minutes a day yeah, to scroll. Why not? Your phone, uh,
1: your phone gives you the capability to do that. I, I've loved that. It's like you can get an hour to scroll if that's how long you want to spend a yeah. day. Give yourself the hour. Well, and again, that's where it
0: comes with those fifty hours or yeah. whatever your that extra margin is in your life, depending if you're a college student or if you're a professional, a CEO, a mother, father, parent. You know, whatever the your your schedule gets to look like it fits. You, but it's about intentionality. It's, it's no guarantees of tomorrow. It's living life on purpose. All the things we talk about here at DMB coaching in, in three words. It now is super. Uber practical. I was going to say, I think this is probably one of the
1: most practical conversations that you and I have had. You know, sim- similar topic type conversations is because this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where all of the things mm. of who do you want to be tomorrow? Great, make those choices today. Okay, where do I start? We'll start with your schedule. Start with the things you're doing. Design a day that is going to get you to where you want to be. And I, I want to give this caveat though, because I Please. think this is important. Um, you have to give yourself grace in the midst of this. It is mm. important to realize that things do come up, that tragedies happen. We're in the midst of a pandemic pandemic. pandemic, um, death and uh, losing jobs and things happen and you have to be flexible. You have to give yourself grace. But um, when you recognize that you still are enough, even though you didn't do exactly what you made to do or you uh, meant to do, you can still start tomorrow. You can still start that schedule. You can still, okay, tomorrow's a new day. I'm going to start over and I'm going to get what I need to get done. And I'm going to schedule intentionally and design intentionally the things that are the most
0: important to me. And so even if you only do that two days a week, Sure. Yeah. (laughs) You at least accomplish more than you could have ever imagined. Mm -hmm. So take those two days design. I love how you said it because I, you know, I'm all about now design a week, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, design a month, right? Great. It's Uh, great to do. But I think if you just say, you know, let's, let's test it. Why not before you go to bed tonight, Mm -hmm. decide when am I going to get up tomorrow? What am I going to do for the first 30 minutes? Uh, what what am I going to do at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock? You know what? I'm going to sleep till this time. I'm going to eat lunch here. I'm going to work out here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make this phone call here. Ooh, I have this, you know, test assignment. Again, college student sure. project. If you're, you know, a project manager, I'm going to begin putting things into chunks. Mm-hmm. It's just a learning process. There is yeah. There's no science to no. it. But the science, there is something that for sure must happen yeah. in that whatever you decide to do, put it at a real day, a real time frame because if you don't if you're like today I need to get done that's when we get done so little because we just keep pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off and what this allows us to do and again this is where I think it's very energizing for people who who maybe are wired differently from each other and say you know what I'm actually going to have fun designing a week that I like. Yeah. It's empowering. That I want. Yeah. That yeah. I will enjoy. Totally. That includes because you'll know yourself, right? Right. So one of the things that's very practical, if we can keep talking practicalities, yeah. is I also then want to take those things that I don't like, the tasks that I don't want to do. Yeah. And I make sure I put them in chunks mm-hmm. and that I put them in times of my day when I'm most creative, yeah. most energized, most awake.
1: Yeah. And you have to figure that out. That takes time to figure
0: out. Yes. It, I, and again, you have nothing but time.
1: Sure, yeah, sure. I, I have some of the coaching calls that I've had, that was a very consistent conversation with some clients. It was like, how do, uh, how do I know when the best time to do this is? I hate this activity. Great. Find the time you're most awake, most attentive, Mm -hmm. feel like you have the most energy. And that can be the time you get those things done. Cause if you do it at four o'clock when you're exhausted or when you right get you right when you get to work and you're not awake and ready to go yet, it's going to be even more miserable than it was before. But when you empower and yourself to design your day and you're intentional with it. It takes time to figure out when those those chunks of time are. But when you do, like I, I've for me, my professional life, I've found my sweet spots. I know when I'm most creative. Mm-hmm. I know when I need to knock out admin tasks. I know when I need to make some phone calls and do some cold calls and send emails and all that kind of stuff.
0: And how old are you, Casey? I'm 26, but I don't have it figured out. I uh, don't have no it figured no. But out. the reason I share that is <laughs> you have begun to figure it out at 26. And So what is happening typically? Mm. And this is what's so very sad is a lot of folks who reach out to me who are in their 50s and 60s who they will confess to me, I've wasted 30 years of my Mm. life. I've lived life unintentionally. Mm. I have squandered my days, always thinking that I'm guaranteed tomorrow. And that they have not really designed their weeks, their days. They've not been intentional. And they've just been basically running on fumes (laughs) for the first several years of their lives. So now we obviously could turn the corner. It's harder. It's more challenging, but I feel like, and that's what I would want to say, even to our listeners and viewers today. You have a 26 year old here. You have a 52 year old here, regardless of where you are in your seasons of life. Why would you not want to live life on purpose? Why would you not want to be intentional Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed? Are you tired of feeling like you're in a rat race? Do you always feel like you're behind and not quite accomplishing the things you want? This isn't rocket science. I wanna encourage you, whenever you're listening to this, whenever you're watching this, to actually design tomorrow. That's it. That's the encouragement. That's the challenge. That's the next step. Just design in advance Mm. tomorrow. and even include maybe what you want to eat maybe include when you're going to go to bed and when you're going to get up who you're going to call uh, what you're going to do for fun like how you're going to fuel yourself plus getting your responsibilities done just tomorrow so casey and i would encourage you that is our challenge today as you listen to this podcast design your next step For life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.